Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. The Volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook, very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, three and out podcast Sunday night. Just watch the little Chiefs Bucks. We will dive into that right off the top. Backup quarterbacks on the move. NFL, man, you get replaced fast. You know, you can't. You get hurt. Best ability is availability. My man, Herm Edwards, who got fired. Used to say that, though. Great saying. Uh, John Harbaugh goes for it, screws up. Will Levis did a little scouting this weekend on my couch. Lane Kiffin crushed it as well. Have another big show Tuesday, talking a lot of football. So, show's coming fast and the furious. Three and out podcast. You listen on Collins' feed. Make sure you subscribe to this feed. Appreciate everyone listening. Share one with their friends. Also, Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs. Get your question answered here on Tuesday's show, and we also do a mailbag on Sunday. Appreciate everyone that's been listening and everyone sharing the podcast. And uh, you can also check us out on the Volumes YouTube page as well. But first, can I tell you about my friends at TurtleBox? My friends at TurtleBox, they sent me this. It's pretty incredible. TurtleBox is the loudest, most portable, and truly waterproof Bluetooth speaker on the market. It features ultra-long-life ultra battery life because, listen, when we're tailgating, when we're outside, when we're barbecuing, when we're hanging with our people, you don't want this thing to die. So number one, you want it to be loud. And number two, you want it to last. And that's where my friends at TurtleBox comes in. Here's the other thing. They make, they're offering pro and collegiate team color combinations. Packer fan, boom. Steeler fan, boom. Alabama fan, get on it right now. And where you do, TurtleBoxAudio.com. You enter the promo code JOHN, that's J-O-H-N, to get $20 off your first order as well as free shipping. The thing is, this thing is awesome. I mean, look at this bad boy. This thing's badass. Again, go to TurtleBoxAudio.com, enter the promo code JOHN for $20 off your order and free shipping. Can't beat it. That's TurtleBoxAudio.com. Promo code John for the best outdoor speaker out there. Trust me, I know. Let's dive into some football. Okay, Chiefs, Bucks. I was thinking about this because yesterday, on Saturday, during college football, I had multiple buddies at different stadiums that work in the NFL. And they sent me on the field before the game or during the game at halftime. They, they get special access of the environments. One was the SEC and the other was Big 12. And it was awesome. And it, it, it made me think, like, one thing that's so special about what I get to do and about, if you're listening to this, what we all like, there's this communal element 
and angle and just reality of sports, where no matter what's going on in the world, recession, inflation, anger everywhere, you just go miserable people. You go to an airport right now, everyone's miserable. People get happy. You just get around football and you get happy. It's why when you become a sports fan, like if you love baseball, you love basketball, you love football, you're able to watch other players that even aren't the players on your favorite team. Like if you're a fan of Ole Miss, you can appreciate Will Anderson at Alabama. If you're a diehard Steelers fan, you can appreciate Josh Allen, right? And I think universally, the best part about Patrick Mahomes, besides incredible accomplishments, super rich, great on TV, MVP, Super Bowl champion, seems like a good guy. Uh, I mean, I know that from people being around him. And just even if you don't know anyone that knows him, it's pretty clear. Like Patrick Mahomes, pretty good guy. Pretty high-level guy. He is a fun football player to watch. Like, you go to games, you just want to have a good time, right? You go to a bar with your buddies, you're just looking to have a good time, watch some games. Patrick Mahomes, you just get to sit on your couch and watch this guy. Whether you like the Chiefs, whether you hate the Chiefs, it's hard to not smile watching him play. He is a joy to watch. He made several plays tonight in the first half that is like, this is why I love the NFL. And even he's on a completely different level than the majority of players because of what he's doing. Spin 360s, jump over guys, pitch pass, touchdown. It's crazy how much fun this player is. When I was a kid, it feels weird saying this name because it turns out he's an actual scumbag, Brett Favre. But Favre, there was such a joy to watching him play. It's why John Madden, who just gave a ton of money to Cal Poly, we're coming for you, Alabama, loved him so much as a player because you just got a lot of joy watching the guy play. The other guy in his generation was Barry Sanders. You didn't meet kids my age, born in the 80s, that watched football, that didn't love watching Brett Favre and Barry Sanders. Why? They're fun. Ken Griffey Jr., why did we all love him as a kid? He had a backwards hat. He hit bombs. He ran around. It was fun. And the number one thing, Patrick Mahomes, why he resonates with so many people, he's enjoyable to watch. You know, He's very, very enjoyable to watch. He looks like he's having fun. Because clearly when you have that much talent, when you're able to ad-lib like that, when the instincts of the game come to you so naturally, like there is an element, like Andy Reid, for example. He's clearly an elite coach. But Andy Reid was a damn good coach with Donovan McNabb and Alex Smith. They talked about it tonight on the broadcast. He won over and over and over again. He was a winning coach. And he couldn't quite win a Super Bowl, but just every single year averaging 10, 11 wins. Every single year competing to go to the championship game. Every single year beating the majority of teams in the league. But to become a great coach, whether you're John Wooden, whether you're Coach K, whether you're Nick Saban, whether you're Bill Belichick, you are dependent on coaching good players. Now, you can make average players above average, but to get a superstar, all-time great Hall of Fame co- uh, player, you, or I mean, th- to become that as a coach, you need that. Like, Phil Jackson is obviously really good. But we saw Phil Jackson when he tried to run the Knicks. It was embarrassing, right? When you get him with Michael Jordan, when you get him with Kobe Bryant, they both raise to the level. When you get Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes, the sky is the limit. And Andy Reid is becoming an all-timer, even though his resume before Mahomes showed up was damn good. He's now entering territory with this special player that is going to put him in the Hall of Fame. Because every single year, like when this... And tonight you could tell, right? It was just a couple years ago in the Super Bowl, Todd Bowles, who's now the coach, who I think it was my second year in Philly, 
We hired him as our DB coach. He ended up taking over as a defensive coordinator for Juan Castillo. Like, Todd Bowles is a really good coach. He's doing a good job in Tampa. Their defense is awesome. You can tell Andy was on a, on a mission. He has that game, and I kind of mentioned on the broadcast, he smiles, he's great in the new commercial, but when, when the game starts and he's worked 100 hours, he's ready to kick your ass. And tonight, that thing meant something to him because just a couple years ago, him and Mahomes, you know, kind of got dog-walked by that defense and Todd Bowles. And they came tonight on a mission, running trick plays, the creativity. I had a buddy that texted me. He's probably a little younger than me. He's probably like 30 years old. He's like, and he's a Niner fan. He goes, what's crazy is I'm watching Andy Reid and I'm watching Kyle Shanahan. And I've been watching Andy Reid my entire life. And every single time I watch Andy Reid, he runs new plays. Tonight he's running speed options. He's always running these crazy like screen passes. He's always got these curveballs on plays that you've seen before. And it's like every single time I watch his team play, he's got a new play. Yet I watch Kyle Shanahan and it's kind of the same old thing. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Kyle. Like he's a really good offensive coordinator. But he has like a set offensive scheme. Andy is not set on anything. Andy's not set on like run-pass balance. The knock has always been he passes way more than he runs. He's really a big believer in touches. So if you have Shady McCoy, you don't have to give him 18 carries. You can give him 10 carries and give him 8 targets in the passing game. You know, the way they use their players, and obviously it starts with their dynamic quarterback, who is, like I said, one of the most fun, awesome remarkable players I've ever seen. I'm I'm about to 38. I've been watching the NFL since I can remember for almost 30 years. He is as good as it gets. When he's on, he is might be number one in my lifetime. I'm not trying to overreact of the guys that I'd want to watch. Like, that's box office. I, I saw it today, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, even though their numbers weren't great, like, their box office, you want to consume them. As a football fan sitting on your couch, you want to watch those two guys play football? That from Mahomes against that defense, which has been fantastic, we're all signing up for that. And the combination with him and Andy, sky's the limit. And the other crazy thing, and I used to say this a lot about the trio of Tyreek, of Kelsey, and Mahomes. It's like the greatest trio ever. But the reality is, is it ended pretty quickly, right? It went four years, and then they traded Tyreek. And while it lasted, listen, you know, new trios will come, things will happen. What I witnessed of those four, three guys not just their competitive nature, but how talented they are. It, it had to be one of, if not the most talented trio we've ever seen. Now, Aikman, Emmett, and Michael have the three Super Bowls, and they were awesome. I'm not trying to act like these group is more accomplished, but I, the talent is every bit the equal because Mahomes is on a completely different level than Aikman. And Kelsey, let's face it, here, here's... Hopefully, Kelsey can stay healthy because if he does, and this hit goes on like a six, seven year run, they might go down as one of the truly great duos ever. I mean, I would say the number one duo that we always say in football is Montana to Rice, which is kind of crazy because it smoothly transitioned into Steve Young to Jerry Rice. And then, you know, modern day was Tom and Gronk, but Gronk got hurt a lot. And then there, you know, Marvin Payton. Uh, there, there have been some awesome duos, but. Kelsey and Mahomes, like, what are you supposed to do? How you supposed, one, you can't sack him because the guy's running around doing 360s, jumping over your defensive lineman. Then you got Kelsey, who is taller than all your DBs, who runs routes like a wide receiver, but who's physical like a tight end, but can move around in space like he's a wide receiver. It's just an unreal combination. And I'm not taking anything away from Tyreek. When he was with those guys, it was unstoppable. But it's crazy that, like, you lose them. They got Juju. They got MVS. They got Sky Moore. They got this r- little seventh-round running back I've never heard of who they love. 
And it's still those two guys. Everyone knows it's coming. It's like 87-15, 87-15, and no one can stop it. Last, I think, four years, he's basically averaged 100 catches. And it sure feels like he's headed toward that again. Uh, just a just a first-class performance by the Chiefs. Like, that was, we're a Super Bowl team. We didn't forget what happened a couple years ago. And we're here to bend you over and take advantage of you and kick your ass all night long. And they did. Now, when it comes to Tampa, like their defense isn't going to get work like that often. You know, it, it ain't going to happen. They're not going to get dog walked. Reality is they're not playing many Andy Reeds and Patrick Mahomes. We saw like the simple reality is with the Saints. I, I'm not trying to be a hater, but I told you this was coming. They're not going to be good with Dennis Allen. And now Jameis is banged up. They got Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton might be better than Jameis. I don't know. But they're not going to win many games. It ain't the same. That, that rivalry is going to end because of Dennis Allen and just their operation. They're just not going to be as good, and they're going to unravel. The Panthers, I went out on a limb. I said they were going to win the division. I was wrong. <laughs> I mean, they are. Bigger Mayfield just isn't that good. So Tampa, to me, can cruise to 10 wins. Tom, they have that stat at the end of the game. He's like 125-4 and four when they score 31 points especially with this team. It's not like when he left New England to Tampa, he came to some bad organization when it comes to defense. Their defense has honestly carried them a lot over the last couple years. It's going to be fine. Like, that's a really good team. If they get that level of offense, the defense isn't going to get smoked that often. Honestly, it might get smoked like that once or twice the rest of the season. They have one of the best defenses in the league. They will continue to be one of the best defenses in the league. That was Andy. Probably spent 120 hours. Like, I'm putting up a lot of points on Todd Bowles. And uh, get ready because fireworks all night long. So I don't really think anything less or anything any different of Tampa Bay. Football season is underway. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up using the promo code Colin. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Get paid your winnings fast. So sign up today with promo code Colin for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York, Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-888-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. 
Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Other thing that happened today, and it's just, I think, reflective of the sport of football. Like in basketball, when you lose a starting player who's a really good player, especially like a max player, the backup is never just going to ultimately take his job. It just doesn't happen. And I'm not even talking about like the LeBrons, the Steph Currys. I'm even talking about like the next crew of guys. Kyrie, Dame, who knows? Like the, the kind of that second tier guy. Like the drop off between that guy, the 40, $45 million player and his backup, even if he's a quote unquote highly drafted guy, is a Grand Canyon wide. It's why you just can't wait for that guy to come back. Even if the replacement is scoring 20 a night. In baseball, if Aaron Judge goes down, they might put another guy who's hitting some home runs. He ain't Aaron Judge. Yet in the sport of football, consistently random guys take other people's jobs. And then a couple years later, you just go, oh yeah, that all pro or that pro ball player or that's one of our better starters. It happens all the time, even at the most important position. Think about the Dallas Cowboys four or five years ago. I'll never forget watching the preseason game when Tony Romo scrambled, got tackled from behind. We never saw him play again because he hurt his back. Then Kellen Moore, I think, broke his thumb, and by the time the season started, Dak Prescott was starting. They ended up having a great season, and Dak Prescott's been the starting quarterback ever since. But going into that season, there wasn't a soul, including Dan Mullen and the biggest Mississippi State fans that went, watch out for Dak Prescott. This guy's going to be a legitimate NFL starter. And then five-plus years later, he's a really good player. But ultimately, fans, like... Like I said, especially baseball is somewhere in the middle. Basketball is a player-driven league. So we root for the players. Like, we want the player to have success. Yet, in the NFL, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm rooting for the Cowboys. I want the Cowboys to win playoff games. That's what I want. So whether Dak Prescott's the starting quarterback, whether Mike McCarthy's the starting quarterback, or whether Cooper Rush is the starting quarterback, I don't give a shit. No different with New England. Like, last year, Mac Jones was fun. We won a game where he threw three times. It was cool. Had a good time. Well, I've been watching Mac Jones this year. Now, obviously, he got hurt last week. Didn't look that great before that. So, Bailey Zappi, who, listen, had historic numbers at Western Kentucky. Most people, unless you're a football nerd, probably haven't heard of the guy. And now Bailey Zappi comes in, looks pretty good. On the road at Lambeau Field against a good defense. So, ultimately, my point is, these fans, if I'm a Patriot fan, if I'm a Cowboy fan... I don't care Dak's making $40 million. I don't care Mac Jones was drafted 15th overall. If these backup quarterbacks come in and play well and they give us a chance to win, whatever. It doesn't bother me. Now, that's not that's hard to do. 
I'm not putting Bailey Zappi and Cooper Rush on the same level. Cooper Rush has started four games. They've won four. And whether you're an NFL scout or whether you're just a Cowboy fan sitting on your couch, you have to acknowledge he's pretty good. And I said it a couple weeks ago and people thought I was crazy. A bunch of people quote tweeting me on the Twitter.com like, think I'm some Stephen A. Skip Bayless hot take artist. I simply said the talent gap. I didn't say he's a better player because part of being a good player is doing it over and over and over again. But the talent gap in terms of athletic ability, size, like your talent is your size. You know, all these quarterbacks now, Tua's, the Bryce Youngs, some of these Kylers, like they're, they're smaller players, right? Part of what makes Josh Allen such an elite talent is he's six foot fucking five. He is massive. He's built like an NBA player. So it's why he can run people over. Even Lamar is almost six foot three. Your height and size is a talent. Like you either have it or you don't. And when I watch Cooper Rush and I watch Dak Prescott, I don't see any difference. Arm strength, very similar. Dak's a little faster. At least he was at the combine. Well, after the broken ankle, he's not really some dynamic runner. So the Cowboys have won. We all counted him out. I did. How could you not? Dak breaks his hand. I'm like, they're screwed. Turns out they not only haven't been screwed, like they've played well. They've been very consistent over the last couple weeks. Now, you can say they played two bad teams. Might be fair. Now, the Giants somehow are 3-1, and one, but I think we all know, and I'll probably get into Brian Dayball, who, God, is just, I mean, <laughs> coach of the year through, uh, through September, uh, probably on Tuesday's podcast. But backup quarterbacks represent the NFL, and they simply represent if the guy's good enough, the fans will pivot with them. And sometimes it turns into Montana to Young, and other times it turns into just a backup quarterback who's terrible. But when Cooper Rush is going to play like this, and if Bailey Zappi plays like this, no one cares about the other guy coming back. Let's get into John Harbaugh. I thought John Harbaugh did something today that was insane. And I, I saw this on Instagram the other day. It was like a business Instagram thing I follow, and it basically said, like, if you do 100 cold calls, you will learn more doing those 100 cold calls or 1,000 cold calls than you ever will in a business class. And basically what it's saying is you learn more in the trenches, in any business, than you ever will in a classroom. And listen, I'm not anti-academia, but I am a believer in you learn by doing. You learn out in the field, whatever you're doing. You know, you're a podcaster, start podcasting. You're a football player, get out of the meeting room, get on the field. You're a salesman, get out of the, you know, idea stage and start selling. And you're going to fail a lot, but you're going to figure it out as you go. And I think what's really the influx in football of this chart And I'm not saying that the chart doesn't have value because everything in life has value. You just have to know when to use it. And part of knowing when to use something is having instincts. And the way you gain instincts is by playing. Like back to Patrick Mahomes. Why do you think Patrick Mahomes' instincts and his feel for the game are so great? You know why, to me? He looks like a guy who has been playing sports. I'm talking about since he was four or five years old, going out with people, screwing around on the blacktop, on the grass in his backyard. That guy has had a ball in his hand, whether it be baseball or football, since he could walk, and he was playing a lot. It comes very natural to him. Because he's not Kyler Murray. He can't just run away from everybody. But his instincts of playing the sport are fantastic. And you only gain instincts by doing it. right Now, he was given some God-given ability with his arm strength, but he's mastered that through reps over his life. And John Harbaugh and the Ravens have become a media darling when it comes to going for it because the media roots for analytics because, in my opinion, that represents academia, which they are obsessed with. That's kind of their, you know, their, where they come from. 
So they root for it thinking like, I could have developed a chart. I love the chart. Represents me. I like it when you go for it. We think we're smarter than everyone else. And I've said it all the time. People have rooted for their team to go for it before I was alive. Any guy sitting on their couch watching their team in a big spot wants their team to go for it on fourth and one. No one, like, you didn't need the chart to go, hey, you're down two points, fourth and one at the 50-yard line, go for it, don't punt, five minutes left. But then there was a time where it's like, I don't know if this makes that much sense. And today, in a tie game against two of the better teams in the AFC, now we can argue, you know, the Bills are banged up, the Ravens got some defensive flaws, but when you got those two quarterbacks, you got a chance to beat anybody. And tie game, four minutes left, fourth down. Basically, I I don't know, I didn't write down the yard line, but it was a chip shot field goal. And John Harbaugh chose to go for it. Fourth and one, tie game, field goal, takes the lead. Again, the score is not 35 to 35. It hasn't been some shootout. It's 20 to 20. The the Bills have scored two offensive touchdowns. Josh threw for one and ran for one. And Lamar throws a pick. And then they end up driving the, the ball and winning the game with a field goal and win 23 to 20. And to me, that is the point where And John's logic was simple. We didn't want to put them in a position where if we kick a field goal, they go for it on fourth down and they get four shots to get every first down. Bottom line, take the lead. And then a field goal doesn't beat you. They lost by three points because a field goal beat them. Now, you can say that the Bills could have scored. They definitely pulled the foot off the gas when they got close to the end zone. But... The whole thing, the momentum of the game, and this is, again, numbers people despise momentum. Billy Bean, when I used to be in radio and used to be around baseball, they hated, like, they didn't think pressure mattered. They didn't think, like, a playoff game, the the first at-bat in a playoff game was any different than the fourth A-B in a game in July. And I always said, bullshit. That's just, that's just false. There is pressure in different events. That's just a reality. We're human beings. We're not played on an Excel spreadsheet. And John Harbaugh coached through an Excel spreadsheet. He can claim he made the decision. I call BS. We've all been watching the Ravens the last several years. They are one of the most analytically driven teams in the league. And that, to me, it's so easy to say. You know what? Who doesn't get any credit or, I mean, doesn't get any shit when it fails? The numbers guy. No one says anything. The team, they lose. They literally lost the game. And you're like, Middlecoff, you're too result-oriented. It's about the process. Yeah, the process matters when you win. We want to know about Saban's process because he wins all the time. No one gives a shit about, like, we're process-oriented. When you're Brandon Staley and the Chargers, we're results-oriented business. That's the sport of football. You win or you lose. And they lost because of that play. And I, I just... I think John Harbaugh, you got to wear that one, but really it's the numbers guy telling him to do it. That's just a terrible decision. No other way around it. I'll get into a lot more NFL stuff on Tuesday. Uh, Matt Rule, I mean, who knows where he's going to be coaching. Brian Dayball, crushing it. Uh, The Colts, I mean, we, we will dive deep into Frank. I mean, Mike Vrabel, John Robinson, they own Frank and Chris Ballard. Listen, Chris Ballard, I know he's a friend of cowards. Uh, I know a lot of people that know Chris. They love the guy. Frank seems like a great guy. They, they, they are just not very good at their jobs right now. Uh, now, you can argue Chris is, you know, signed and traded and drafted a lot of good players. But like I said with John Harbaugh, it's a result-oriented business. 
you win or you lose, and they're one and three. So before I get out of here, I want to hit on two things really quick. If you watched any of the Ole Miss uh, Kentucky game, Will Levis, the quarterback at Kentucky, he's a Penn State transfer. I think when the dust settles, he has a very, very good chance to be the number one pick in the draft. And there were a ton of scouts. John Schneider's at the game. I think several other general managers were at the game. That was a uh, that was a must if you have the opportunity to draft a quarterback really high. And all the NFL was well represented. And Will Levis had basically fumbled and they lost the game in a fantastic game. It wasn't his fault. The right tackle got smashed. I think watching that game, and I've been watching him all season, he's going to be one of the easiest evaluations in recent memory at quarterback. Because a lot of times at quarterback in college, they're running these spread offenses, and they even mention this on the broadcast. It becomes very seven-on-seven. Like, I remember talking to Andy Reid when he evaluated Patrick Mahomes. He said the first thing they did is they wiped out every quick screen. So every single pass, which were a lot of them at Texas Tech, which were down the line of scrimmage, they just didn't evaluate. Obviously, he can make that pass. Everything was down past the line of scrimmage, which he said was a benefit because they threw the ball so much at Texas Tech. Well, Will Levis literally runs the Kyle Shanahan offense. This year, they got Rich Scangarello, who was the quarterback coach last year for Kyle Shanahan. The year before that, they had Liam Cohen, who is now the offensive coordinator for the Rams. Mark Stoops deserves a lot of credit. Everyone's running these spread offenses. He looked around the NFL. He said, what's the number one offense right now? The Shanahan offense. Started hiring those coordinators. So this guy plays in an offense that I don't know, 10 plus teams run. It's literally a plug and play evaluation. We run that play. We run that play. And here's the thing. They've been using the Rams and Niners. I bet they run the same terminology. So the guy's physical skills are fantastic. He's six foot three, he's strong. He can move. He's got a huge arm. One knock I heard from some people that were there holds the ball a little long, but the one pushback is he's not throwing to NFL wide receivers. This is not Tua with Ruggs, Judy, Devontae Smith. I even, Who's the other guy? Ruggs, Judy, Devontae Smith. There's one other guy I'm forgetting, but you know all these wide receivers. This isn't Ohio State. This isn't even Georgia. Pickens and all the running backs. Like He's not playing with NFL players, and he is a... Uh, I like him a lot. I, I think he's really good. And I, I love that you can project out of the offense. And last but not least, this guy has become, and one, once upon a time, he was a joke. I'm actually probably 20 minutes away from the airport in which he got left. When USC on a Friday or Thursday night lost to Arizona State, Lane Kiffin got fired at the tarmac and left. He got fired at the tarmac. That happened. It's one of the crazier stories still to this day. Obviously got fired with Al Davis. The projector came. He had one of the craziest coaching stories ever. I mean, he was kind of a joke. And then Nick Saban, like he's done with a lot of guys, resurrects his career. But what often happens with these guys, are they good head coaches? We never know. Then he goes to the small school in Florida, starts winning, but he's at a tiny little school. Well, then he gets goes to Ole Miss, which let's face it, is like the seventh or eighth most important program in the SEC. Since the start of last year, he is 15-3. and three. Lane Kiffin is consistently kicking people's ass. Like, there is no debate. Lane Kiffin is a really, really good head coach. He won 10 games last year in the regular season. Program record. This year, he's 5-0. and oh. He's 5-0. and oh. He just beat Kentucky, who might have the number one pick at quarterback. Now, he got Jackson Dart, dude from USC, but like Lane Kiffin. When we talk about all these coaches that are going like a rocket ship, and listen, he has a past. 
So did Sark. Sark got the Texas job. You can't tell me that you're for an NFL team or some of these big programs. Like, Lane Kiffin's dad was one of the more famous defensive coordinators in the history of the league. He lived around the NFL. So if I'm an NFL team, we look, we always hire these retread coordinators and retread coaches that suck. Why not sniff around Lane Kiffin? Let's face it, Ron Rivera, Carson Wentz is going to cost him his job. They suck. I mean, they are not good. Like, if, if I'm Dan Snyder and I need to kind of get some juice, get some energy for my program, why not interview Lane? Like, he hasn't earned it. We know he can score points. Like, just watch his team. Well coached, they're physical, his, he, and he could really, really coach the quarterback. So, I think Lane Kiffin, the guy I've done a 180 on, I used to think, you know, I don't really see it. I don't know. To now, like, I've watched his team the last couple of years. That guy can really coach football. And I think NFL people are going to start sniffing around Lane. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.